Welcome to the Love Letters Profiles podcast. I'm Barbara Farraher. And I'm Mike Farraher. We started Love Letters Profiles to help our clients write love letters to themselves. Because whether you're writing a dating profile to find the love of your life, or you're upgrading your LinkedIn profile to plot that next big career move, it starts with having the confidence to go for something bigger. Go for something you always deserved, but didn't think was in reach. Our Love Letters podcast is an extension of that. We'll speak to coaches, matchmakers, authors, titans of business, and other cool people who are living their best life right now, regardless of the circumstances. We look forward to learning from them and hope you will as well. Let's dive in. It's time for our profile of the week. DJ makes a special request. Radio DJ with a top 40 list of bad romantic hits and a fierce loyalty streak seeks an all-around good dude this time around. Good equals nice to his family, kids, and exes as applicable. With an engaging group of friends he can bring to rock the party. I talk for a living and it's loud. I'm Italian. We don't have a volume now. The on-air personality is big when, in fact, I'm an extroverted introvert. Case in point, I love the glittery nightlight as long as I'm in bed by 10 p.m. for my morning drive shift. Proud mama of two boys who has taken a commercial break from my love life to raise them right. And I'm ready to go out in the world and nab someone who loves quiet home-ubered meals ordered from an app with love. If you're socially distanced from humor or lively conversation, you won't win this prize, even if you're caller 94. Put the needle on the record, wink, swipe, do whatever, and let's make beautiful music together right now. So welcome to another episode of Love Letters Profiles podcast, and we are just so thrilled to be over the Atlantic Ocean, over the moon and over the Atlantic Ocean to talk to Lucy Keaveny, who is a the conscious divorce coach, according to her Instagram. She helps women reclaim their lives from their divorce and breakup and beyond. So welcome, Lucy. Hello. How are you over, over the Atlantic? How are you? We're over the moon to have you over. We're great. <laughs> we're here in New Jersey, right, right about a mile from the ocean. So we're, we couldn't oh. be closer to you. If, uh, being, being in the US. <laughs> oh, well, I, I love the fact that you're near an city and that's not the same as being near an ocean. Yeah. You know what, too, is uh, we had one of the biggest snowstorms we've had in a bunch of years. And being by the ocean, we got saved a little bit. But it's, it's it really shows you it's interesting how New Jersey, the landscape is, is right by the coast can be not too much snow. And then up in the mountains, there's maybe two feet of snow. It's just crazy. That yeah. is crazy, isn't it? That is where it's just gray and wet where I am, by the way. So um, <laughs> suck, suck in all that beautiful uh, weather where you are. You got it. So let's get started. Um, I was looking at your Instagram, Lucy, and I'd love to know more about your Lost Liberation program. Can you start with that? It was really born out of... Um, my own journey from divorce, becoming a parent and discovering emotional energy work through a practice called Kundalini. And then that's transcended into breath work and lots of kind of different programs um, that I've used to explore my development and my journey really through my divorce. So 
I've uh, sort of created this five-step process. And all of us know that there's a sort of five-step process with grief and coming to terms with grief and loss and trauma. But I've kind of devised my own one, which was um, interesting. You guys are all about stories. You know, what is the story that we have told ourselves based on our values and beliefs as young people, you know, define the world, identifying with our identity and ego, story we've told ourselves. And got us to the marriage and then into divorce and why is that broken down and so we really start that and then we move through the stages of releasing letting go of rage you know coming to terms with accepting the story and then liberating ourselves and I do all of that along um alongside the practice of kundalini and energy work and use of mantra so using repetition into the neural and then also just group work group coaching mentoring you know because coming together being able to share your story being able to talk and get support particularly with a global pandemic is to the most vital tool you can have for for recovery and and we know that group kind of work is so vital in all types of addiction recovery or recovery so it's a full holistic program basically um and it's all online and i'm kicking off with my new group next week and i can't wait that's awesome that's awesome so as far as the the group work it's it's i'd like to hear a little bit more about that so is it an accountability group as well where people are supporting each other and encouraging them to get out there and 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 do the sometimes the hard work necessary to to heal so i, I get that you're the moderator but does the group actually come together to support one another as well? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the people in the group. Each group is, is a different set of, of, I do tend to only work with women at the moment on this program. Um, you know, we have a private and we have our group Zoom calls and, and you know, just, it's so interesting just by people sharing their journey and where they're at and what's come up for them, it makes other people accountable for whether they are going to check in or check out of the program and, and really step in and step up, you know? So it's not like, they are having to kind of, you know, be accountable for each other. But just by being in that uh, energy of a group and listening to everyone's development, it spurs people on to keep going. Because there are times in the program where, you know, you think, I just, I can't, this is too much for me. I really can't, I can't do this. Or I'm, or there's, there's a block, you know, there's a restriction, which is actually just something that needs to be pushed through. And so often we need that encouragement by other people to just push on through. That's fantastic. And now does it, I see that it starts, is it starts on a Sunday and then do you check in weekly or how does the actual program yeah. work, you know, the, yeah. the logistics? Yeah, so we start with an opening circle where we look back on the year and everything that you would have liked to have done differently and what impact it had on you. So doing a review of 20 and then looking at the impact we want to make in 2021. Normally we want to, you know, make some changes, which is why we've signed up to the program. And then, you get like a one-to-one -one coaching call with me in the beginning, the middle and the end. And then every other week, there's a group coaching call all via Zoom. And so you get to really um, constantly know that I am by your side. I'm always checking into the Facebook group. And then you're coming together as a group every other week. And then we finish with a big closing circle where I do a sound bath and I send cacao to all the um, students and we all drink cacao together and we create these beautiful like to know guys we write uh we we write you know we script to ourselves forward thinking into 12 months love letters to ourselves well there you go love letters to ourselves that's where uh that's where we might come in <laughs> so yeah uh, exactly. you know, well what, you know one of the things as i said before we started recording was that 
you know, our business is to help people with their dating profiles. And in the process of doing that, it gets them centered around what they want and then what they don't want. And then also mm -hmm. in that process, it's, it's really about boosting one's confidence that you are actually deserving of the love you think you want, you know, and, and that's just been a very, very interesting process. So, you know, what kind of tips do you have for, I know you said you worked mostly with women, what kind of tips do you have in terms of uh, people that are, you know, in the moment, having a, a real dip of confidence how would they pull themselves out of that in that moment? Do you have any tips for them? Yeah, I do. And it's one of my major um, parts of stage one of the, the big voice, little voice conversation. So how are you speaking to yourself? Because so often we don't recognize that the internal dialogue, which is happening all day, every day in our minds is really quite destructive. And so what I do is I ask them to spend at least one full day absolutely aware of the conversations that are happening inside of themselves and to notice that there is a little voice and a big voice and how is the little voice talking to the big voice what is it saying what what needs to be heard here where does it feel unmet and where is it not feeling the love um so we go very deeply into that internal conversation and that then carries through in the theme of the whole program where we look at our archetypes and how we play out our victim, our child, our saboteur, and how we, you know, communicate in that language around us to the people around us. So in terms of building confidence, so much of it is about that relationship with yourself. And I know it sounds, you know, we've heard it so many times, but when you go into a program and made accountable for that, that's when the things really start to happen. Yeah. And I, I think, like you said, it's sometimes you don't, most times you don't even realize that those voices are going on. And then when you actually have to take that time to quiet, be quiet and listen, your, your mind is blown how much is going on. There. Yeah. Now I have a question. I, I see that um, you were saying body work is a big part of it. So does that include yoga, meditation, that kind of stuff too? Um, so what was so fundamental for me in my journey after my divorce, because it sort of, it, it shattered me as it shatters a lot of people, particularly I had children two and four and I suddenly became a single mother and I was going through the process of divorce and the shame and the fear and the guilt that came with that. So what sort of cracked my heart, heart open, as I say, is when I discovered a practice called Kundalini Yoga, which um, energy yoga, it's working with the chakra system, working with the energy fields in the body. And it really just expanded me open and it really helped me start to become more aware of myself, aware of the conversations I was having with myself, aware of what I felt about myself, you know, just tapping into my feelings, thoughts and emotions a lot more. And it opened up all of my energy centers. And that was when I really started on the process of transformation it, it, I, and that's why for me when I teach this program the two things are so interlinked because we cannot intellectualize everything that's going on in our mind when we're getting divorced or going through a loss of trauma separation breakup we, there's only so much we can intellectualize we hold everything in our body our bodies are so full of our wisdom and they're so full of our stories so the idea that you can intellectualize a program and just do that work and write a few things down and go, oh, you know, I really want them to release the stories in their bodies as well. So I want to share that and I want them to experience the body work. Yeah, so it's, it's a mind-body thing for sure. Totally. Uh, you know, 
the, the journey that you embark on for yourself and then coach and teach people to embark on for themselves, I'm sure everybody wants that. And there's a set of people out there that I call it the COVID blanket. They, they <laughs> put a COVID blanket on and they're in bed and they, they say, well, you know, that I, I really want to do that. I'm just going to wait until this pandemic mm. blows over. Then I can start thinking about dating again. Then I can I can really do that. And the reality of the situation is, I mean, I know, uh, just saw this morning, in fact, uh, around London, there's uh, the vaccine and the, the genotyping of the, of the disease. You have great advances. But the reality is, this isn't going away anytime soon. It's going to get better, but it's not going away anytime soon. So what would you say to people that have pretty much their life on hold there? They have a COVID blanket over their heads. What advice would you give them to push through and, and take the kinds of actions that you're coaching and teaching? I just sort of ask them what legacy leaving behind, you know, after the end of this year, like the legacy that we left behind after 2020 was survival, you know, getting through, getting head down, getting your head down, grit and determination. And so now we're looking at a new reality, a new world, you know, our, our world is ever changing and we are having to adapt. So trying to stall on your life to adapt to this ever-changing um, existence. And we have no idea what the future or the next few years are gonna look like. If you're not giving yourself the opportunity to look at this as an, as an experience and an opportunity to grow, because when we, when we halt our growth and development, we're halting so many more opportunities that could be coming our way. We're not expanding our awareness. We're not opening ourselves. We're not saying, look at things in new eyes or with fresh new eyes and um, nothing happens if we don't lean into the discomfort you know I always gain equals long-term gain if we don't lean in and embrace comfort where are we going to head we can't hide from whatever's coming up for you at this point this is what what needs to be explored and you know there's this whole thing that I when I work with all the people that I work with and I you know I have my own coach etc you know that you know the hiding away and the and the pretending that that this is all going to pass this too shall pass well this too will not pass this is a new existence a new reality and and so really there are golden opportunities for growth here how do you want to be coming out of that do you want to be coming out of that stuck with having done nothing for yourself in that process but just put everything on hold or do you want to come out going you know what I've really gone in. I've really looked at myself. I've really done some deep transformational work. I've used this time to really look at what I want to let go of and move forward with. And you come out and you're sort of more ready for it, you know? So there's a few things there that I've brought in and hopefully it makes sense. But, you know, it's, um, do you want to be leaving from the experience in your life? What impact? Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, one of our success stories here was somebody that we worked on uh, her profile in July and she was married by October Woo! <laughs> and I it was love like, it. we call that the 90 day fiance we <laughs> joke with her about it but you know one of the things I think that that was key to her success which is something you hit on was she actually had a vision board yeah. and on the vision board was husband yeah. and she did that in January and she was like you know yeah there's a pandemic and I got this here vision board where I gave my word to myself that I would be in a loving relationship by the end of the year. And I do think that's the difference, you know, for, for every, for every person that comes our way and they're thinking about, you know, 
writing their dating profile. They're like, yeah, but you know, how can you date in pandemic? I point to this woman. It's, it will be because of me, yeah. right? Yeah. It'll be because of me because I said so. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of it is being vulnerable and being open. And like you said, really digging your heels in and getting to the source of it and working through it. And I do think there's so many people that probably if it wasn't the COVID blanket, they had an incomplete blanket. Yeah. They had a past boyfriend blanket. Yeah. Chances are they were on, there's probably a couple of more blankets on that. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, we put so many barriers up to, you know, because there is so much, you know, there's so much fear and shame around vulnerability, certainly in the UK. We're brought, we're brought up to like pull our socks up and grit, you know, get on with it, just get on with it. So in a way, you know, the, the value and belief that we're brought up with is, you know, don't make a fuss, you know, vulnerability is weak, winning is strong. So, you know, when it comes to looking at separation, divorce, and then moving forward into a new relationship, if we don't look at that vulnerability, as Brené Brown says, you know, we don't rumble with it, we don't get curious with it, we hide under a rock of shame. What are we learning? And what are we taking into our next relationship? You know, and I love the fact that, you know, you've you've written a profile for a lady and, and you've created that around a vision board and she has seen it and felt it and believed it and looked at it and, you know, collapsed to that timeline and brought it into the here and now. And so much of what we can do is about collapsing timelines and, you know, fast forwarding our dreams, wishes and desires, because we truly feel it and embody it. And we we almost arrive at it before it's it's happened. So I'm sure that's what happened with this lady, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we met her. She she actually came to the session with uh -huh. a bottle of champagne. And she said, my birthday is in 28 days. We're popping this bottle of champagne and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, she created that vision and at the end, you know, and I love it at the end of my program. So they write a love let they they write a love letter to their ex and we and we burn it in a ceremony, sending them on their way, forgiving them, and then we write a love letter to them. They write a love letter to themselves. And they write a letter congratulating themselves for all the things that uh, achieved in the in the 12 months. So in in present tense and then they do a beautiful vision board of all the things they dream and desire, you know, but but actually doing that is so brilliant in terms of connecting to that neural pathway in the brain of what you what is achievable and possible. But we also need to really embody it, like become it, practice it. You know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. None of yeah. that happens overnight. Well, to that point, I another success story that we have, we have many of them. But one of the ones I really love as well is I had this one woman who just fell in love with her dating profile <laughs> that I wrote for her. And it's, it's, it's closely related to what you just said, because what she said was before I start a zoom date, I read my own oh. dating profile and I true and I true myself up to it and say, this is what this person yeah. expects. And if I'm not feeling it now, let me do the work before yeah. my zoom date begins because I am now holding myself to that standard. And I mean, again, I, you know, from a writer's perspective, there's no more rewarding work to actually have caused that in somebody. It, I love really that. I love this. I, I mean, if it's okay, I got a question for you. So you meet somebody and you talk to them and then you write their profile, do you? What I do is I usually uh, send them a 10 question survey and I do it intentionally flirty. So I would say something like, you know, uh, what are deal killers for you? Kids, smokers, or smoking kids? 
uh, I would say something like, um, what does your best friend uh, say they love about you? And then what does your best friend say mm. drives them nuts about you? And I, I do these deliberately fun and playful questions yeah. to get the playful out. And then what I would do is I would write a draft and then I insist on having a Zoom or a FaceTime call because, you know, it, it's all well and good for me to be like the outsider's perspective to capture the essence of that person. But then, you know, to actually have a, a live conversation over Zoom, you get a little bit more of the personality. And then somebody would say, oh, well, that's too risque or this isn't. And, you know, it, 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 it is a collaborative process. But in that process, it's just it's bringing out the fun mm. and the flirty, but then also mm. the authenticity, right? Because what I tell people is I, you know, I can't do a lot of things well, but one thing I can do is write. And I, I say to people, I can write you a dating profile that would get you on a million wow. first dates. But if I, if, if that's all I did, I would have failed because what would have happened as a result of that first date is I would have advertised you as X, mm but you're actually why, and that date would have just been disappointed in you. So it, it's not enough to just write something fun and flirty. It has to be the authentic you that we're representing. So that's the process that we. I, we I love it. And I, I, you know, I've, I, I've never really heard of anyone writing someone's, I mean, I, there, there's that thing of, you know, a friend writes your profile because when you, when you can, when you're writing a, your own profile on a dating site, you just feel so anxious about what you're saying about yourself. And we find it hard to really applaud ourselves, don't we? You know, really. Oh. And that's it. And and that's where the confidence comes in. Right, Lucy? And, it, and it's so funny what, you know, people will say, first of all, if, if two, two things people can't deal with, they hate to write and they yeah. really hate to talk about themselves. So when you think about it in those terms, it's, it's kind of a no brainer to hire somebody to do it for you. And then in the question process, I actually ask people to ask the people in your social circle, what do they see? So it, it's, it's individual, it's an outsider's perspective, and it's also the, uh, the perspective of, of friends. So uh, that's kind of how we work. And now I, I, uh, I have my wife here, by the way, my wow. wife is a DJ on the radio. And uh, she she watched your she watched your uh, dancing video on Instagram from a couple of days ago. So I know I know she's a real music person. So she's burning to ask you this question. So my my first of all, your your dancing and your everything oh. that I saw was absolutely beautiful. So everybody should definitely Thank check you. out your Instagram. <laughs> You're welcome. So my question I love to ask people is. And in your case, when people have gone through all the work and then are on the other side and they're ready to start dating again, if that's something that's in the cards for them, put yourself in that position where you're getting ready for a date. What music oh. do you have playing? Well, at what the moment, so anytime I'm doing any presentation, anytime I'm doing any sort of pre-lives or anything, it's, it's, I don't know why I have, I'd never, I mean, I love Alicia Keys, but I'd kind of not really listened to her for a while. And I just, this girl is on fire. It's just something about that song at this point in my life, I think with this pandemic, I need reminding that I'm always, I have access to feeling on fire. I have access to a beautiful divine awakened feminine energy and that I need reminding of that sometimes you know and 
it's just that song at the moment. Every time I gravitate towards it, I mean, you know, probably further down the line, it'll be something completely different. But for me, it's really depends on the mood that I'm in. But I, I, at the moment, I'm, I would recommend someone, any woman who's just like getting themselves in that vibe, feeling empowered, feeling goddess-like, feeling gorgeous. You know, this girl is on fire, Alicia Keys. Oh, well, first of all, I completely 100% agree. And something I have to share with you is another part of my job is I have to get on stage, yeah. you know, when it's not a pandemic, there's a lot of events, you know, introducing musicians and that kind of thing. And um, I have a tendency to be a little bit shy and introverted. And when I saw Alicia Keys host the Grammys a couple of years ago, and she came out so confident and cool I have in my mind yeah. what would Alicia do? And that's what chills me out. And I get out there, I'm like, hey, how you doing? We're ready for this show. Here's Rick Springfield. You know what I mean? So I am 100% but you know with you so that's also awesome. alicia that's keys great. is a big kundalini yoga fan yeah oh, she, she's well, really there you go yeah. so I, I have to say what's so delightful about putting this podcast together is when you land upon a kindred spirit and i think we've done that today so we we really just thank you so much for your time and we uh i want to just give you the opportunity to share with our audience oh that's so kind um so on instagram i am lucy keevney coaching and um, my website is lucykeevney.com so it's kind of pretty easy to find me i'm also on clubhouse now at lucy keevney i'm i'm hoping to see you guys in clubhouse very soon um and yeah i'm pretty accessible instagram facebook lucy keevney coaching it's all lucy keevney <laughs> Can you spell Keevney for people? So, they, they <laughs> so it's sure K-E-A-V-E-N-Y. Lucy Keevney. Well, Fantastic. Well, oh, uh, we'll, be, we'll be bopping with you. And uh, so again, thank you for your time. We really, really... Well, I've enjoyed so getting enjoyed to know getting you. And I'm thinking I definitely want to get you guys... Uh, well, I'll, I'll be about doing some some work together hopefully i would i would welcome that opportunity as well and and i think that um i can already think of a few people that i've worked with that uh might need that extra little push that a podcast uh that a uh, yeah. profile didn't provide them so yeah uh, i think we'll probably I think be we will be and so shortly. nice thank you guys so much have a beautiful day see you later right. bye you too now. take care you now too.